relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast for those in the know. Batman vs Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles, Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening, but damn it, man, don't you be stressing round here. We believe in plastic confessions. We trying to figure out the figures that's gonna stand the test of time. That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine. There's perfection in the way that these toys are made. But I also want to know, do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys. The figure booth, like, comment, and subscribe. Hello, Toy Fam, and welcome to another episode of The Figure Booth, here where we talk about the ups and downs of the modern-day collector. We go over pre-orders, we talk about our weekly hauls, also known as Plastic Confessions, and we do interviews with those in the active uh, toy community. My name is Josh. I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Nate. Hey, guys. This is FigureFan underscore Nate, and you've reached episode 58, which we're calling The Power of Engagement. You've got the power. I've got the power. Oh, yeah. I was going to more Transformers. Transformers, but you went Masters of the Universe. Hey, we covered all the spectrums. So if you're listening, hopefully, either it's Transformers or He-Man, whatever power reference. Thundercat. We even do Huey Lewis in the news, right? Power of love. Wow. (laughs) We're covering all our bases. Everyone's included. Like Voltron. We come together. We're right. defeat the, the evils of the universe. I think it's a key for engagement, right? Is including everyone, making sure everyone it does feel included. Um, and that's I think that's that's crucial. Like when you want you we've talked about like engagement insights, some of the tips on your social media platforms, but you kind of want to go back and ask yourself, like, what is it you're trying to get out of? Are you trying to get more likes? Are you trying to get more followers? Are you trying to just increase your engagement? Are you trying to get to know your followers or your followers get to know you? Um, I, I sometimes I dig how certain people that I follow, what they post on their main feed is a little different from their story. Like it's, it, what, it doesn't always have to be behind the scenes, but it's something that has nothing to do with uh, toy photography. Maybe it's something just a different hobby that they collect. And I think sometimes that you can get on a whole different level of engagement. Yeah, you can start engaging other people that, follow you that might not know that you were into that thing. And so you post it, I don't know, say whatever the case is, you're really into football yeah. or something. Or butter. Like you're starting to pick, take pictures of butter. Go right. sports. Yeah. Or if you're a yeah. you know professional cha-cha dancer or something, you know, just throw yeah. it in the story. Let us know. Yeah. And then uh you might engage more people that way. Like, hey, this guy does toy photography, but he's also a cha-cha master. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're really focusing on, like, how can you improve? How can you grow your audience by engaging more? You see it all the time. Everybody's, like, mad at Instagram Whatever changing. platform. Yeah. Yeah, whatever platform you're on. Uh, right now, it seems to be very Instagram heavy where you're seeing people share it in their stories. And, mm-hmm. you know, bring back the old Instagram. We want it to be the way it was. Yeah. And I think the reality is it's never going to be the way it was. Um as a company, Instagram and Facebook are trying to make money. So I think one thing with engagement that's really key that a lot of people don't think about is 
trying to keep people paying attention to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So like keep them on your page, keep them wanting to scroll to Prime's point, offer different avenues to get that same kind of information. So make a photo post, then make a story that might be a little bit different. If you're going to do a reel, don't include the BTS in your shot. So it's something that's new, you know, like that's what I've started doing. I'll just do a photo maybe of the BTS and then make a reel of it. But even I'm not that good at it. Um, but I think to, to think that Instagram is going to go back or these other social media platforms are going to go back to the way it was, is kind of a, the wrong way to think about it. You're never going to mm-hmm. beat the system by trying to get it to return to the way it was. You're going to have to just mm-hmm. adapt. And part of that is learning how to use it to its fullest extent so you can gauge your followers in the best way possible. Oh yeah. That's kind of a long and just, way to get to that answer. But. You know, and I think like a reoccurring theme that we've talked about on the show and with guests, I think from the very beginning, you know, when we had Jay, but even every guest, especially those that uh, talk about consistency, I think Dan who really hit the nail on the head where he was talking about consistency and progression and just really looking at where you headed to, what is it that you want to get out of your social media platform? At the end of the day, it is a hobby for most of us, but then I think it's, for some of us, it's it really gives you a sense of passion, whether it's a it's a form of art that you're able to express yourself or you're connecting with the whole community. You know, we've we have these individuals that we do interviews with because we see them as um, community builders or community community pillars in mm-hmm. in in our world of action figures. Um, and I think they have to look at their social media presence and their brand from a whole different perspective than just the average collector who is looking for that link to pre-order or looking for the latest drop. You know, it's funny because um, AZ Toy Hunters Guild, Mike comes to mind because he's always posting the stories of him hitting up, you know, and he's just spreading the news. Um, And a lot of people give him kudos for that. Like, hey, thanks for giving me the heads up. And I'm sure he looks at his approach a little differently than from the average collector who maybe be who may be relying on his story. Um, and sometimes it's completely like left field. Like the other day, Bearded Builds, shout out to Bearded Builds, he posted some random story of the, the speaker haunted in his garage or his workshop, and it was just opening and closing. And I don't know why that resonated with me. That just cracked me up. And like we had a, a full-on discussion about the creepy speaker. But it's things like that where sometimes that type of level of engagement, all of a sudden you have a discussion with someone, and then you're sharing tips and tricks or, or, or whatnot. You know? But I think that again, that's a different way of approaching it and it shows them a different side of you. Yeah. No, I think that's a a really good point to focus on. Um, And it's something I've talked about with my wife a lot. Like, you know, I try to keep my figure fan Nate page just really strictly toys. Uh But a lot of the times when I do post personal things, I get more reach outs or like, oh, I can relate, you know, this is funny. Yeah. Or, you know, something I'm, I'm joking with my wife. And so I'm like, I'm talking to her about it you know, like, should I really start posting more of my personal stuff or should I just keep it more to the toys? And I think a lot of the times, like your audience kind of wants to learn more about you. So they're looking for different ways to relate. So it's for like, sure. Don't be afraid to share more because you might oh, yeah. actually have a common ground with more people that way, instead of just keeping mm-hmm. it about the toy photography type of thing. Yeah. So even me, yeah. I, I got to change my mindset around it. Like, okay, let me yeah. open the door a little bit about who I am. So yeah. maybe people care more about me. Asking for opinions, I think is great because everyone always has one. Um, 
and even input like i was looking for a certain my sister-in-law was looking for a certain figure or a doll and i threw it out there and man the response was like quick you guys my figure maniacs you guys are freaking phenomenal um i got a bunch of responses right back leading from like mesco to some other other dolls bleeding edge dolls which i never even heard of shout out to the dmc he dropped the knowledge of me and i love the response he's like it's bleeding edge dolls i know everything period like <laughs> i couldn't even i couldn't even contest that and then i looked it up sure enough yeah bleeding edge dolls and it solved the case because uh my sister was was just like looking for it high and low and, and really couldn't get the response or the info she needed and i was like yeah uh you know i i felt like i grabbed that ram's horn and, and blew it and the army came you know the figure maniacs yeah. showed up so right. that was awesome and then the she's like, yeah, can you find out strong? The Booth Brigade came out strong. And, and then she was like, yeah, can you get me one? I was like, ah, I give you a hug. And now you want me to squeeze you too. Come on. Give you an inch. And you want to squeeze after a hug, you know? Yeah. Coming back to engagement. <laughs> it, it's usually like, it was crazy because we're getting ready for this episode. And I started looking at some of the insights. The insights on Instagram really mm -hmm. provide you on a whole nother level of like, how effective your posts your stories and your reels and if you're using all of them if you're not really using all of them that kind of should tell you something too ever since we started talking about reels stories um well stories i've been using for a bit we've been really emphasizing on reels lately and a lot of you have reached out and said like oh i've also tried reels like i'm ha you know it's working and we've seen some really great success stories out there um but i want to say the last 30 days i've done a little bit of everything i've done some reels not the greatest reels, but getting better at it. Done some some stories here and there, random times, and then also post. And I can definitely see that the level of engagement, accounts reached, uh, the followers have increased. Um, and some of the conversations that some of you have had with me, it's, it's been great. So I definitely see that it's a work in progress and it's definitely paying off. So mm -hmm. um, I would say, you know, try see what works for you, what recipe works for you. And then there's so much that Instagram offers, like all those stickers and the questions and the polls and I think just finding the right recipe for that. Yeah. Well, and I think you make a good point too, is that it doesn't always have to be about the quality. And that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. Like, cause I'm, I'm so focused on my toy photography. I want my shots always to be top quality when it comes right. to the real though. Does the real have to be like professional level? No. Yeah. I oh. actually think I might alienate more people if I make it right. too professional. It's not relatable right? at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, uh, this looks like he put into his Photoshop and really polished this up. Like I think, yeah. And you see that a lot with like the hand picks. Yeah. You know, the hand picks. You're, you're not putting a lot of work in there. You just got a figure in your hand. You're looking at it. You're taking a shot, but those blow up because I think it's those relatable. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of like intimidation there. Like, oh, I could do that too. I like this. It's yeah. just showing off the figure. And you see some of those reels that do blow up or even some of the stuff that's trending right now, it's like the simplest stuff. It's mm -hmm. the things that most it of us is. can relate to. Like I've seen some stuff yeah. where I'm just like scratching my head. I'm like, what? This took zero <laughs> effort. But yeah. maybe that's why it's so enjoyable because it's easy to do. And like, hey, I can do that too. I'm going to do it. Right. No, I think yeah. consistency is really key. Um, Dan, who told us about that a lot, but we've said it our, ourselves that being consistent. We said it first. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's going to give you a pal right in the kisser. Uh, for that one. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now, I think consistency is key. And these are 
you know, as we're talking about this episode, these are things that I'm trying to look at for myself. Like, how can I increase my own engagement? Because I've seen my accounts kind of plateaued, you know, um, yeah. I'm happy with the following I have, but I would w I wish I could see more growth. And back in like maybe two years ago, I used to post like pre-order alerts. I used to do unboxings. Yeah, I did other stuff other than toy photography. And I feel like I got more growth that way, probably because it was more relatable. And then I felt like that was getting over flooded. Like I felt like too many people were doing the same thing. So, okay, let me get away from that and do, do just toy photography. But now I'm only offering one type of product on my page, which is toy photos with the yeah. occasional reel. Yeah. I'm not really encouraging more people to find me because my follower base might really appreciate what I'm doing, but now other people are discovering me because I'm just kind of doing the same things over and over again. So I think, it's like the method of insanity. If you continue to do the same thing over and over again, and you expect different results, yeah. that's insanity. You got to switch yeah. it up. You got to like yeah. offer something new uh, because people get tired of this, the same old stuff. Oh yeah. It just the just the other day I posted a reel and it was like an audio quote of this woman, which I thought was Ellen DeGeneres, but I don't know if it was or wasn't uh, saying that she to not follow not follow me because I'm, I'm an enabler and it was so funny because i posted the reel and i got so many comments right off it. like the level of engagement went through the roof and people were coming like oh that's crazy that's, that's a cool collection or are those the same shelves or you know what have you and i'm like that's that's like that's like the tip of the iceberg you don't want to and then it got me thinking I, I really haven't shown off my collection like i should do a whole collection uh video those are really i love seeing those i'm like if i love seeing them i'm sure there's collectors out there uh that enjoy seeing them too like i watched dan who's um collection marvel legend collection video i've seen other reviewers um do it and like umperla does every once in a while he'll do like a random action figure that needs some some love or a redo and that type of stuff i'm like i love seeing what other collectors have i'm like i should do the same i have so freaking much that i think that again that new collector that first time collector is going to see and be like damn that's i need that figure or or that's what that's what i want that's what i want to strive for and it's great i think that real kind of gave me a, a insight on that where i was like oh this is this is not my collection this is just what sits behind me while we do our episodes and it's kind of just what i just recently unboxed you, mm -hmm. my collection's a little crazy <laughs> i need to trim the fat on that well and that's relatable though you know, yeah, the fact that your collection is crazy. It's very relatable. We talk about it all the time. We, we get people that are like, yeah, I've got the same problems, you know? So it's insane. The fact that you're posting it and you're talking about it, it starts its own conversation where yeah. people want to reach out because they feel like, well, this is a common ground that I have with Prime and maybe I'm wanting to talk to him. And now this is something I feel like I could talk about and really start relating yeah. to him a bit more. And I think one key to engagement, like I talked about, is keeping people on your page coming back for more the longer they yeah. stay on the page the better yeah and also engaging with those followers like when we talk about engagement i'm talking about you gotta it's gotta be an equal give and take oops dan who's really good about engagement he says this a lot it's not about the size of your following it's about the engagement of your followers yeah so you might have a small following like you know take the figure booth for instance we only have 320 subscribers but yeah, if you look tiny. at our view counts and you look at our comments, our engagement's pretty damn good. I mean, I'm pretty happy yeah. with it because even with that, yeah, you guys are killing call, it. We're still getting, you know, two to 300 views per episode, right. getting a lot of comments, you know, and yeah. a lot of that credit to you guys that are listening to us. We really appreciate that. 
but that yes, engagement sir. is so important. Um, and that's something that we want to continue to foster because we're really here for you guys. We have to think about yeah. your audience as your customer. And it sounds cheesy, but that's true. Like, and you build really good relationships. Like for for example, most of our video, most of our uh, yeah videos that we put up on YouTube, we do get a handful of um, comments. We get like anywhere from ten to twelve comments. Mm -hmm. Granted, nine of those are from too many points of articulation, but I freaking love to do like we've had dialogue back and forth, and yeah. he, I'm like this guy's commenting like ten times in one day. Like he must run back and forth and like oh I got you know, just leave us one big ass comment. Or I love it. Just give us 50 comments. Like he must give more ideas. But again, it's the level of engagement where, where others see that like, Hey, we're responsive to, yeah. to uh, encourage that type of, of uh, commodity where it's like, Hey, we're all on the same, we're, we're all enjoying the same hobby. At the end of the day, we all love what we do. Like when, when too many points of articulation does his podcast on Saturdays and the lost, the lost collective, the lost cause. Lost Cause Collective. Lost Cause Collective. And they He's cover everything. Boost, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they cover. But that's, I freak, like, his, when he puts up his comic slabs, man, I'm, I used to be a hardcore comic collector. Uh -huh. I'm not so much, and I'm totally out of it, but I love seeing my, my racks and racks of, of comics that I, I used to be at one time. So when he puts his more current stuff, I'm like, damn, I should try to, you know, look into getting back into comics. But for now, I enjoy it through his post. Again, it's that community that we're building and I love that camaraderie that it's like we he comments on our stuff. I see his post. And now we have a great uh, followership. We went from beef to bromance. And like now we chat on a daily basis. And it's freaking awesome. Like, again, it's like somebody a year ago, I didn't know this guy. Now, like, you know, we're, we're exchanging uh, pictures and ideas. And it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's the theme with you, Prime. You start a friendship and then you immediately start the beef. It's like Prime's way of showing and then, love. And then it turns into bromance. Yeah, yeah, if you have beef with Prime, there's a good chance he probably really likes you. Mm -hmm. But if, if you don't have beef, if you're not talking yeah. to him... You kind of want to strike thing. for beef, right? Yeah, yeah. you need beef with Prime. That's how you know you're in a good spot. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good uh, comment because there's been a lot of people I've discovered just through the podcast from the mm -hmm. people that are so active in our comments and during our lives... You know, yeah. make it a point to try to <clears throat> go and see what they're doing in their page. And I think that's really important too. Yep. Make Most it reciprocal, definitely. you know? Yes. As people are promoting oh, yeah. you, promote them back because, oh, yeah. You know, that shows the appreciation for one. It shows that you actually have genuine interest in what they're doing and that you want mm -hmm. to help them by trying to promote their page. And that can really mean a lot for somebody that doesn't have a big following. If you just share it in your story and you tag them and you say, like, you love this post or, Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is, it's those small little gestures that take us like, you know, less than five minutes, make a big difference for other people, like leaving a oh, comment, yeah. making sure that you like a post that you're looking at, you know, like yeah. it's small little things, but all of that starts to add up. Sharing other people's posts, saving posts, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm trying to make it a point to do that for other people that do it for me, just, you know, and then I try to find other people as well. Hey, this guy, I, I didn't know him, but let me go ahead and just comment a bunch on his photos. Let me share right. something. Yeah. Oh, story. yeah. Yeah. I've gained followers that way. You gain other people that are following him that now reach out and they're like, oh, this guy's cool. You know, you just, it starts creating its own kind of cycle. Um, yep. You can't be selfish in this hobby, I've learned. 
Oh you no! Have to really yeah, no. Sure it, it's like a we're all a uh, build a figure. We're all <laughs> yeah. figures on a peg. We're we're yeah, gonna make one massive figure. Boom! Right. Um, and, and that's that's the crazy part where you really like what's the intent behind that engagement? It, you want it to be genuine because if you're trying to get something out of individuals or you're looking just for your own your own cause, I, I think most of us can see right through that. Yeah. And really, like the the awesome thing of of us doing this is, yes, we have a small followership right now, but I think we're creating a movement. And all of you that show up on a daily basis, whether it's our live or tuning in uh, on our audio podcast and sending that feedback, it's crazy that on a weekly basis, a lot of you are sending us feedback, giving us kudos, giving us ideas. Star Marvel gave us idea for an episode that we've done already in the past and Mm -hmm. others too you guys dm us on our figure booth page on instagram and that's the thing that it takes a village to really create that movement but without you guys we there's no movement right um right and and the intent though it's like we're you guys are helping us define our purpose and it's really serving the community first i mean that was the whole idea behind the budget dials that was the whole idea of the nasty nate's dirty tricks it's just like hey how can we help modern day collectors how can we help that first time collector or that collector that's been in the game for a really long time but is looking to make a switch into a new line or photography there's it's to me it's mine mind-blowing that sometimes there's there's a lot of us collectors out there that we've never taken a, a really like a what you call a toy photography picture like we've never taken an actual picture we've taken pictures of our collection and i was like that that type of collector at one point where i had all my stuff mock or ernie as some of us refer to it then it was just sitting up on the wall and i never took a picture of it then i started learning about all the stuff but that was through again engagement you know and a, right. and a lot of it's like you see Kevin comes to mind. He's a huge, um, I would say like a huge example of level of engagement where he's constantly doing giveaways. He's, yeah. he's always in your face in a good way where he's either doing lives or stories, uh, the, the butter nation address like that, all that type of stuff, the discord there's always, he's always giving back. And I think that's a consistent message with Kev is he's always giving back to the toy community. And to me, I'm like, man, that, I take that page out of his book and, and make sure I carry it with me. Always remembering, like, I need to give back to the toy community. Yeah. I think you got you to gotta stay humble. You know, no matter how big you get, stay humble and realize who got mm-hmm. you there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The people that made it possible. And, I, yeah, I agree. Kevin's really good about engaging that community, having people on that are probably very active in his chats a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, he's even exposed me to people that I weren't, I wasn't aware of. So, yeah, oh, he's yeah. great about doing that. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people that, you know, whether you have for toy photography or if you're just trying to be a promoter or you're just like a, a Mike AZ Toy Hunters Guild, you know, don't be afraid to like tag those other accounts and engage with them as well. Um, you know, because that, that will come back to you. That's like the, that karma coming back. Oh um, yeah. You're not going to get it unless you give it that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think part of that is also just finding creative ways, like you talked about, to add that content. Mm-hmm. So rather than just doing photos all the time, maybe make it a story next time. Yeah. Or you get a new figure in the mail, rather than doing an unboxing post, do a live. You know, switch it up. Like make yep. it a little bit more random uh, to keep yeah. people on their toes, so they keep checking back. Like, what's Prime up to today? Let me see what he's doing. He's doing a story post. Yeah. Is he going to go live? Is he going to do a photo? Like, 
I want to see what he's going to do. Let me just kind of hover around his account. That's you know, that's that crazy that you mentioned that because I've been thinking about doing more lives on my IG. Just and it's mm-hmm. sometimes you like I tell myself nobody wants to see me paint stuff or <laughs> nobody wants to see. But then like I when we we're talking about the budget, I was there was a couple comments where like oh I would love to see you know make mm-hmm. you know videos of this and I'm like yeah I remember myself being a first time collector and like one I couldn't find as much as if there is now like how to do dials how to do dry brushing now there's a ton of stuff out there but still i always and i find myself on different lives where they're either painting like a miniature i I don't know i just love enjoying watching people do work where it's in their workshop stuff i'm like i should probably just jump in my workshop and then throw the camera up and do a live and see and see what happens like the other day db makes the president of the unofficial kevin nash group he was just working on some uh signs or some badges for toy farce and and then I mean, we had a like a full blown conversation, and awesome again, another awesome dude that I met through Chat Migos, and just the level of engagement where he was just working on some stuff and just showing it, and I, I got a kick out of that. So that was that was a reminder to kind of like, hey, think about um, the the audience that they're they're probably gonna, they're probably gonna find some type of benefit from this, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's funny how much people might actually relate to something like that. I, but I, I, I'm the same way where I'm my own worst critic. Where I'm like, ah, nobody wants to see yeah. my personal life. No one wants to see this yeah. photo of my dog or yeah. me working. Picture of your dog. Yeah, like me painting or something. Like, I'm not going to share yeah. that. But maybe yeah. I should because it's probably pretty relatable. And people might just want to know, like, hey, what's what's Nate doing today? Like, what's Yeah, what's what Sharpies does life? he use? Oh, he does. And they're like, yeah. he does use Sharpies. What? Right. I'm doing eyes on a figure. Like, you know, you want to see the Sharpie process? Yeah. Okay, Boom. Side eyes, and they're like, "Oh, that's why Tony Max figures has all the side eyes." Right. There used to be an eye there, and now there's not because I touched it. <laughs> you know, it's just a black spot on the figure's face. But yeah, just stuff like that. Like, don't be afraid to share those types of things. I think a lot of people want to see that. Um, and I think also make sure you're interacting with the people that interact with you. So, like, what I mean yeah, by that huge. is responding to comments. Yeah. Um, even if it's a simple thank you or something like that, just make sure you're acknowledging that you saw the comment, that you appreciate the comment. That's going to get people that want to keep doing it again and again and again. But if they comment, you never say anything back. You never comment on their stuff. You might see that guy eventually disappear from commenting on your stuff because you're not reciprocating that back or at least saying thank you. Like he doesn't even know if you've seen that comment, if you haven't even liked it or said anything back to it. So respond it's a good way to start a conversation too. So like somebody says like, Oh, you know, what dial piece is that? Oh, this is yeah. where that's from. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you know anything else that's like that? You know, you have like this conversation that's going on then you start to DM with this guy. You know, if somebody's asking you a question, like don't shield that information, just try to share it because people are asking yeah. for a reason, you know, you're the expert. Yeah. And I try to do the yeah. same thing where I'm, if I see a post or I like something about that post, I'll say specifics, you know, not making a generic, like nobody wants a generic, this is great. Yeah. Okay, that's cool, but that's basically a like for me. You know, give and me even even meat. And even across pl- different platforms, um, just on our most recent live, we shared that stop motion video of Astro mm-hmm. Kanita, right? Mm-hmm. And he had posted it in the Mesco One Twelve Collective Group in Facebook. And I went in there. I come, my dude. When I first saw this, and I first saw this through Grime City. Shout out to Graham City. Then I went and I instantly followed him because I was like, this is freaking amazing. So I told him when I first saw this, I shared it on my G. 
but I'm going to talk about it on uh, tonight's live, which was last this past Monday. And then him and I we went back and forth. And he's like, oh, wait, what's the figure booth? I'm like, this is my, you know, we went, you know, shared the link, all that stuff. And he's like, awesome intro. I just subscribed. Like that, again, that type of engagement. Like he he posted something up in the group from the get-go. It was freaking phenomenal. I showed it some love. I shared it on my story. We shared it on the live. And then he went back and he subscribed and he freaking, he gave me, he gave us uh, kudos on the intro, which nice. we got to work on. But again, <laughs> Full circle, level of engagement, and then something, you know, something there was established. I followed him. He followed me. And it was on a whole different platform. Like, it was crazy. Facebook. And then you start to kind of, like, connect the dots, you know? And and, mm-hmm. and it's it transcends to all the other ones. There are some, some um, relationships that I established on Instagram, and they've carried over to Twitter because those individuals aren't as active on Instagram, and they just found a better community on Twitter. And to me, it's just, like, it's, again, a constant reminder that, it, there's a plethora of collectors out there and they all choose their own, like their own hub. You know, it's mm-hmm. all Twitter. And there's a mm-hmm. bunch of different collectors like that I engage with that I don't see on Instagram. And they just, I just see on Twitter. Um, I recently started becoming more active on Reddit. Again, another whole level of just like all these collectors, like, wait, who are you? Like, who's this guy? Newbie. And then somebody will pop in like, Oh no, that's prime. Like, you know, it's that one guy that's active in all mm-hmm. the communities. Mm-hmm. And I lately been more active in the Discord and the Reddits, and it's crazy. It's it's a constant reminder of like there's there's plenty of us out there. We're never alone, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a great point. And one thing I want to focus on that you talked about on earlier is the Instagram insights. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so many of us, and I'm included into this, and slowly transforming away from it. But like, yeah, don't be so focused on the likes because that's like yeah. a small part of engagement. Yeah. And if you look at the Instagram insights, there's not likes anywhere on that. You have to dig to find the like information. Yeah, you know, it's, it doesn't show you any top stats like total likes is plus 20% from what it was last week. It's not anywhere mm-hmm. on there. It's looking at how many accounts have you reached? Yeah. What's the level of engagement? And what's your follower count? Has it increased or decreased? Those are the things that represent engagement. Right. You know, right. is the reach. So when you're looking at right. that stuff about the posts, it'll count how many people have seen that post. That's what Instagram cares about, if you think about it. So like whatever mm-hmm. they're representing in the insights, that's what they're tracking themselves as part of success in the app. So yeah. that's what you need to start remembering. Like if you don't want to see the like count, just hide it. Nobody yeah. cares. You know, yeah. it doesn't make me less or more willing to like your post if I see a like count or not. I think if you have a like count, you're more probably susceptible to comparing yourself to other people, not considering follower count and stuff like that. You know, if you have, let's say you only have a thousand followers, but you're getting 10 comments a post, that's pretty damn good. You know, you're getting a lot of of your followers that are engaging and seeing your stuff. And that's what you can track with engagement. So get away from this old mindset of like, just likes, likes is it, likes is everything I'm going to define myself by. Cause that's, that's the wrong way to think about it. That is not the future anymore. Um, TikTok, it's so successful because of the amount of reach that you can get from TikTok. And I think that's why yeah. Instagram is going to towards that Reels page. I've done this myself. I can look, watch Reels and keep scrolling, keep scrolling yeah. for like 15, 20 minutes. I just wish they, for, they were on autoplay, that they just, someone scrolled yeah. for me. I just want well, them to keep going. And from Instagram standpoint, they're like, this is great. We've had this guy sitting on his app for 20 minutes <laughs> watching Reels. 20 they're hours. Like, this, <laughs> 
photos don't do the same thing, unfortunately. You know, photos yeah, no, are great and it's awesome for art. Yeah. But you're not going to sit and look at a photo for 20 minutes. No. You know? You're going to like it. Sometimes you watch a reel like two or three times, right? Exactly. Especially you if it's like so random. Reel. You're like, what the? Why is this? Why is Nate doing hound dog in a food court? Like, <laughs> you ain't nothing yeah. but a hound dog. <laughs> right. Stuff like that. Like, you just want to see it. Like, wow, this is. I'm a, like, oh, wait. Was road. that Nate? Was that Nate doing hound dog in the food court? Let me watch that one more Did time. Did he take his shirt off at the end? Oh, that? and he, he took his shirt. Let me watch that. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, it's like three hours later. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've caught yeah. myself doing that. And you have to realize, like, that's what's working. And that's why there's so much focus there. That's why Instagram's never going to go back to the way they used to be. Because for them, yeah. success is keeping you on the app as long as possible. So when you think about that from your own accounts, keep them on your account as long as possible by offering diverse content and lots of content. Um, I have a struggle with this myself. Like, how am I going to keep offering more content? Because there's no way I can do a toy photography post every single day of the week. I just don't have time in the day. So I've got yeah. to start switching it up. Let me do unboxings. Then we do a quick reel of me going out to the mailbox and getting a new figure and getting excited about it and throwing it on the table. Do something yeah. like that. Hey, I want to see that. You got me, you yeah, got me excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's stuff like that where I got to start yeah. expecting the app to change for me and change for the app if I want to keep using it. That's just the way it is. Yeah. We can whine and complain all day long about how we don't like some of the changes, but this is the future and it's probably going to continue to be this way. Yeah, and, and there's and then, even other pla like the Discord, like Discord's really becoming more of a, I like it's not exclusive, but you've really feel tight knit with those that are yes. in the Discord because there's some that you have daily conversation with, but then you have like the 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 what the live chats or the you can all watch the same thing, you can do the the parties, and that type of stuff like that's where the you get the I mean, we've talked about this. You get the deals. And a lot of times I've seen it where collectors go in there into Discord first and they're like, hey, heads up, you guys are getting the first dibs on these figures. And the prices yeah. sometimes I'm like, damn, that's that's barely above retail. Like this guy's not really going to make out much. But there's some killer deals on Discord. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, if I was a new collector and not knowing about Discord, I'd be missing out. Sometimes the links get dropped in there or the hard to find figures they're dropped for just a little bit above retail where they're on you know on the regular sites whether it's ig or facebook they're going for double or triple the value it's i don't know i think discord's like it's definitely something special where where the level of engagement is very very high yeah and that was going to be one of my tips if you want to increase your engagement for you know even like let's say figure booth for instance yeah if we wanted to we could create our own discord where you would yeah. probably find more. That'd be a good idea. There. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see it and it's not even copying. You could say like, you know, you can have other people listening. Well, I did that too. I think mm -hmm. it's just, if you're smart about trying to engage and grow your audience, discord or a Facebook group is a really great place to do that. Cause there's yeah. so many people that see it all the time. And those people yeah. might not be active on Instagram a lot, Yeah, but they're very active in the discord. So that's yeah. how you can get a guy to maybe, watch your videos or look at your stuff like yeah like you talked because we're not all toy kevin. photographers you know no yeah and kevin's really good about doing it. he started his own toying around discord where he talks about different things he does like streams of power rangers i don't know he still doesn't do that but one one stop toy shop he's a, that guy's a genius for how he's able to expand his reach james because he'll yeah. put something in his story saying 
Discord only deal going up tomorrow. Yeah. If you guys are interested, join the Discord and yeah. throw a link. And then all of a sudden you're in James's Discord and you see like a hundred yeah. new members with overnight yeah. because they're all trying to get that discount tomorrow. And then mm -hmm. as you're in there, he's like, James is like, Well, since you're all here, I've got a special deal for all of you. And here's the discount code. Like that guy's smart. Like he knows what yeah. he's doing. That that um, Discord's super active. Like yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I can't keep up with it. and that's the thing like there's so much just right. moderation moderation don't don't overdo it right don't overdo it you know if it's not working try something different I think you know don't worry so much maybe about the quality get some of the yeah. just quantity of content I know I've said the complete opposite in the past where I've said focus on quality over quantity yeah and These this are my time own, we're yeah I'm we're saying throwing that out the window quantity we're like f that Nate yeah, I mean, don't make complete shit videos, but no, if it's, do you know, if you're just doing something that's random and it, you're just having fun with it, nobody's going to expect that it's going to be professional. If you do like a mm -hmm. toy reel that's a behind the scenes, maybe they might expect that to be a bit more professional. But I just, I don't know. I, it's something I see so much, and I know we've talked about on the podcast a few different times. And I know there's a yeah. lot of people out there that are just really fed up with Instagram and debating on leaving, but. Unfortunately, you leaving the app is not going to do anything to change the app. Yeah, you're just going to miss out on something that you could really try to just uh, be a part of it, be a part of the game. Like play the game but, or don't play at all. And, and you know the crazy thing is, like we were not really trash talking reels, but we're really resistant or oh, hesitant to jump onto sure. the reels, right? And the last thirty days, or even the last. In the last 90 days i've done a little bit of everything like story all three components uh the only thing is the lies which it's just i've been i i still sometimes find myself oh i'm too busy to do it but if i was just to while i'm working throw a live on but i'm seeing like i mentioned earlier i'm seeing the level of engagement has gone up the level of followers the level of accounts reach it's all a plus so to me that's saying hey you're doing all these um, additional outlets that Instagram is allowing you or giving you the tools to do, mm -hmm. why not do them, you know? Right. And one thing I found out just to, you know, we won't talk about this too much longer, but um, one thing I found out about Reels is that they, if you reach a certain follower base and you reach a certain view count, Instagram will start to pay you for Reels. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. So they're paying out if you reach a certain, I think it's got to be a pretty large amount. Like that's a way to try to one million people. yeah maybe one million views <laughs> it's going to be a lot because instagram's not going to give away money for free they're going to for 100, a lot 100 of views but if you could make like an extra 500 bucks or over the year just over having oh like yeah high viewer count i mean that's easy money right yeah so it's like not the worst thing in the world um, no especially if it's just a really you're you're out there doing hound dog with your shirt off in the food court like you just <laughs> pay for your meal right seeing the wife scream at you like what are you doing you're embarrassing oh, this me. guy yeah but yeah hopefully that helps you guys out um you know it's something we might revisit in the future if you guys have like thoughts comments tips and tricks for other people when you're hitting the like button on this show uh make sure let you us know leave a comment yeah what are your guys' leave thoughts you guys are liking what you're seeing you guys appreciate the value that we bring to you guys. Make sure you like and tell us. Tell us what what's your level of engagement. How do you 
ensure that your level of engagement is meeting your expectations? Are you getting the most out of your social media page and everything that you put right. into it? Right. Or, if, you know, you have like an open conversation. It's a great way to like get similar ideas from other people. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are feeling the same frustration that we're talking about. Yeah. And the more that you talk about it, the more you can see how relatable it is and how much everybody's dealing with the same thing and just really kind of trying to change the way that we use the app. You know, you got to change yourself because the technology itself will not change, but if you change, maybe you can take advantage of it and not be so pissed off all the time about how yeah. it's changing that type of thing. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about that before we move into our next nope. topic? Time, time to switch, switch the gears, switching gears. Uh, we're going to go into pre-orders now been a lot of pre-orders, um, since SDCC, a lot of news. We're not going to cover everything that we covered already in our live. We're going to talk about some of the newer stuff. Um, like we didn't cover Hasbro. Right? Yeah. None of the new reveals from Hasbro. So Which, let's look at like the MCU stuff. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but like that day one, I saw what the Moon Knight stuff and, and the Ultron bath. That was a, to me, and I saw a lot of the theme was consistent. That was a huge disappointment. Like they looked really, really bad. I don't know if like the the, the plastic or I don't know, but the Ultron bath, the Moon Knight in the suit, uh, the, the the Hawkeye set, like that just looked really, really bad. Oh, you're talking about the the what if Ultron oh, Legends? Right? Yeah, the yeah, what yeah, if yeah. Ultron? Yeah, that what if Ultron? That looked not what. Um, I think I was expecting seeing it from the from the what if series. And right. I saw a lot of comments all across different social media platforms, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, everybody was ripping legends, a whole new one on that wave. Like that, that Moon Knight that they had one, the pose wasn't good. Cause then the jacket he had on it, obviously it was like a vest, but it was, pop, it, just, it was horrible. It looked yeah, really, it really bad. Out. Yeah. 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 It seemed like a, a rushed showing. You know, they're yeah. like just trying to show off as much as they could. But I felt like they had some really good stuff in the tank already. Yeah. And then you start seeing things like the Ultron bath, and you're like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, I hope that changes yeah. before final production. Like, yeah, it's too much of too much content. Sometimes is a bad thing because you're yeah. not focusing so much on the individual stuff. You're like just trying to pump it out. And you're like, well, yeah, this might not be complete, but let's just show you what it looks like. That kind of thing. And that can yeah. kind of have an opposite effect. When you're talking about like a product yeah. company. Um, but there was one I really did like. Um, oh. This retro beast. beast. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best part about this is that they gave him a closed mouth face now. Mm -hmm. um, and they gave him a lab jacket. And the glasses. Oh, oh yeah. And the glasses. Like I'll be yeah. curious to see how that jacket looks. Because you can already tell right here. Like mm, that looks a little big. Yeah. You know, and the fact that it is a Marvel Legends, like, I'm not expecting this to be a Mezco quality jacket. The fact that they're doing soft goods is great. I, yeah. I, but the, the closed mouth, that's awesome. But his eyes are still white. Like, I would have, I mean, you can't see it because of the glasses, but I would have appreciated, like, some pupils or something. Because I saw the, the head sculpt, and I'm pretty, yeah, see, it's the eyes are still white. I'm like, yeah. where's the heck McCoy behind there? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice. I, I think this is around. great. I wasn't too. I wasn't too like, oh, beast. Like I have beast, but 
Do I need another beast? No, I'm good with the my gym lead. I don't need the lab coat. I, I think I have one from the Toy Biz, Miss Fantastic. But for all the other clicks, I know there's a bunch of people that missed out on them. Like this is, I'm like, kudos to Hasbro for re-releasing the retro one. If I was a huge like Legends collector or I'm a huge X-Men, but not enough that I need a second beast, I would definitely grab a second one. But this is awesome. Like this is what all the fans wanted, and to me, it shows like they're listening to their fans. Beast yeah. is hard to get. Don't pay the scalper prices. We're going to give you even a better beast. Two head sculpts, the soft goods, the the Dr. McCoy, you know, scientist version. And then you get your Jim Lee uh, beast version, too. That's yeah, cool. The- I, yeah, this is this is a, a very positive win for the Hasbro team. Yeah, I really like the X-Gene little vial yeah, down here, too. That's awesome. You can see the name on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah people, definitely- all the collectors are going crazy for this one. This one and the Scorpion one. Yeah, the scorpion was gonna be the next yeah. one. Scorpion looks really good. Yeah, I, I'm kind of pissed that I got the other freaking scorpion. Like, I want this is the one I wanted. And to yeah. me, I'm like, okay, if you're gonna, if you guys are gonna do the animated series, which I'm a dummy for not just holding back, but it looks like it. Just tell me, like, tell me, hey guys, we're gonna do the animated series, and that's it. I don't need to know the characters as long as I know you guys are doing the animated series. I can hang tight and not pick up every single because i got the other freaking scorpion but i, re- I would rather have this one mm-hmm. that's what yeah i think no that's a good point because you you're not really sure how deep they're really going to go with this retro line yeah but from what we've seen in these most recent reveals i feel like they're going to go pretty deep so if you're looking for a specific figure from the animated show to prime's point maybe just wait to see if it comes because like i think we're going to get an animated vulture at some point yeah, um, probably like a new Craven. I would expect at some point. Yep, an, an animated Craven, an animated Doc Ock with the orange chest plate, right? Yeah, I can see it's, like a, a Snide coming from this. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Man, if they were to do like a, a animated wave, and then the build figure was the Spider Slayer, where they all like give me, come on. Wow, that's like just easy. Give me an animated this. Tombstone, Ooh, animated yes. Punisher, animated Carnage. Somebody hire like, this man. He knows what on. he's talking about. Come on. We all were. Give me an animated Peter Parker, an animated Mary Jane, yep. animated yep. Aunt May. Sign me up. Animated Harry. Well, they, they did give us an animated Peter Parker, right? At one point. Didn't we uh, get him was, in, like, in was, his bomber jacket? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the, the, the goofy glasses that threw me off that I was like, ah, oh, did he? Mm. But yeah, no, I have them up here. Oh, you actually have it in front yeah. of you. You're like, give me he's, this. I'm on, he's right up oh, here. Oh, wait, I have it. <laughs> yeah. um, give, me, give me a Harry Osborn. Yeah, Harry Osborn would be great. With the uh, Did they give us the animated uh, Hydro Man? I feel like they did. I know we've got a Hydro Man. I don't know if it was the animated I don't know if we one, did. Though. I think it oh, might but, have been. But not a retro. It, yeah, see? that's uh, I need that retro card. Yeah. Hey. Uh, a couple other legends they showed off. Um, Namor. From the mm-hmm. upcoming Wakanda Forever movie, so he looks like he's going to be the villain in that movie. Some I got to be honest, large wings or on his ankles. Those are oh yeah, those almost come up to his calf. Oh whoops, yeah. I'm not one. I'm not an MCU uh, Legends collector. Like it's oh, yeah. rare. Yeah, that is weird. And those are huge wings. Those are. Big. 
balls are huge. I didn't really notice it. Do you point it out? Those thing, come up to like, his oh, calf, wow. almost like his knee. Like he yeah. might trip over a wing. <laughs> if those wings aren't back, he's gonna trip over one of those wings. I don't yeah, think Namor's wings were that. There. But you know, but you know what? They've always made him with like small wings. But if is he supposed to fly with those? If he's supposed to fly with those, those are supposed to be pretty big, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, if he's in the underwater, why does he have wings? How right. good are wings going to do underwater? I don't know. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, Namor is one fins? of those characters that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me when I think about should, it. I'm like, I just... Shouldn't they just be fins? Yeah, they should be fins. Like Feathers? Like, what's... what? If you wet a bird, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be able to fly. Right. Yeah, feathers aren't supposed to get wet. Unless you're like a duck. Where it has like... Yeah. The, but if he's a duck, uh, whatever. what's he doing underwater? <laughs> We're getting deep in this combo. Namor is part duck. And that's how he goes underwater. <laughs> I would prefer a more comic version of Namor. I don't feel like he's big enough. Yeah. I remember Namor being like big, beefy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won't go too deep into these, but, uh, you know, we're seeing this new Black Panther. Who do you think is going to don the suit in Wakanda forever? Who do you think it's going to be? Um, I don't know. I, Obviously, a lot of I think a lot of people want or request like Michael B. Jordan to be just you know take taking over uh, Black Panther, but I don't know. You know, are they going to recast them? Are is it are they going to introduce a, a new Black Panther? Well, or... can they really put themselves into a corner with Black Panther one because they killed him off. You know, like he yeah. he dies at the end of that movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like it might be his sister. Yeah, that ends up being because she's when you when you look at these figures, she's the only figure that doesn't pop up. You don't see anything of her of his sister. You see this white version of Black Panther, which I don't know anybody thing about this. Hatut Zaraze. I don't yeah. I don't know who this is. He's got comic background, but I feel like one of these is probably his sister. I don't know. It makes me think about like what we're gonna see. Yeah, um, but yeah, we just wanted to talk about legends. There's the Mafex um, Starlight. If you guys missed that, that went up. Um, now that we're seeing how deep they're going with the boys line, it makes me a bit more intrigued to get this. You know, yeah, this does look really good. And the Billy Butcher and Homelander are kind of hard to find now. So if you want the Mafex Starlight, now's the chance to get it because there's a good chance when she comes out, you probably won't see her. But yeah, again. That's true. I wish there was like a teeth grinning face. Yeah. I feel like it's missing. That's as mad as she gets. Um, going back to Legends, the, the retro apocalypse or the Marvel Select apocalypse, a lot of people have been like, I think the price point is just, I think the Legends is more, 39 and then Marvel Select, 29 Two colors. Yeah, which is crazy because... Two, two different color schemes, but the Marvel Select is going to be bigger than this one. Mm-hmm. And, and at times I'm like, I almost need both because... One's the retro and one's one's a Marvel Select. But uh I don't know. What do you guys you guys let us know? Which if you if do you get both? Do you get one or the other? Um I don't see the Marvel yeah. Select on here. Oh well. Just type in yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. Like yeah. I feel like I love that retro Select. card. He, yeah. I have issues with the veins on the biceps, but the color mm-hmm. and the size of him. I mean, he's he's the bath. It's a good size, but it's the color that it's the colors that really get me. Yeah, Reminds those veins really, really do seem odd. 
it they, seems they like take they're away. using a, yeah Hercules arms here. Yeah, I'm like this reminds me of Bane from Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, and, and that's sure. why I like the Marvel Select one. It seems a little bit more accurate. He's slimmer, but I, I like mm-hmm. this wider approach to Apocalypse. Um, but man, bang for your buck! I think the Marvel Select you're gonna, it's going to be a bigger, bigger figure. And lately, they've been killing it. Like that Titanium Man, he's a phenomenal figure. But the Marvel Select Apocalypse, his head sculpt's on point. The accessories are on point. Good price point. He, he he might be the the one to go with. Yeah, I couldn't find him because he's already sold out. Wow, that is BTS. crazy. Look yeah. at that. And see that right that that right there that says tells you a lot. figure from Tobiz. Yeah, that tells yeah, you a lot right there. Lot. Look at that. That looks yeah. That looks great. Yeah, it looks. It's a nine day difference, man. Yeah. Way yeah. different style of figures here. Yeah, and for thirty bucks, I'm gonna get the select. Like that's. Yeah. And I can't get it from BBTS now because they're sold out. Great. Yeah. Entertainment Earth might be able to help you out. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only help. That's crazy. That's already sold out, though. You don't see stuff sell out that fast. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like Marvel Selects production is also not nearly as high as like a Hasbro. That's probably why this stuff is a bit rare, a bit more rare. Um, but they've been stepping it up. I'm telling you, the Titanium Man, freaking phenomenal. Like I, And the Rape Rampage and Hulk, another awesome figure. Yeah, you really like those. Yeah, they they keep they keep coming out like that. Like I'm gonna be buying all their figures. I, I gotta be Especially honest, the big boys. I haven't picked up a Marvel Select. Rampage and Hulk was my first time. one, in a long time since Colossus. And oh, then yeah. after I got Rampage and Hulk, I was like, oh man, Titanium Man. Like all credit to Unparalleled because I saw his review. I'm like, I gotta get Titanium Man. And man, yeah, I freaking loved it. Yeah. Well, get yourself the uh, Marvel Select Apocalypse if you want it, because uh, it's going yes, fast. Sir. All right. Uh, ending pre-orders, we will move into Plastic Confessions. What do you got? Getting this chip. Week, oh, oh we got a token. Token. Token time. Well, I'll make it up for you. Um, this actually just arrived this afternoon. Oh, my God. Mezco Wolverine, baby. The Mezco Wolverine. That's awesome. This packaging is primo too oh, looks phenomenal yeah i mean this is you know like px's used to come in tins like this but this yeah. seems like a nicer tin i don't know it just seems a bit more premium when i got it. i was like wow this is not just your basic tin it's actually you're gonna, that that tin you're gonna take your lunch to work type of tin for real though they're gonna, I mean, I could use this lunch you're, tin. you're gonna slap down in the play break room and be like here's my mesco lunch wolverine tin you guys don't you like it, the thermos the with out, it. Right? <laughs> you don't like my lunchbox, you can leave. Um, I also got, starting Marvel, I went to that epic toy show this weekend, which was local. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, I found the 20th anniversary cap. Damn. Jealous. Low retail. What? It's crazy. Great price. Yeah, the guy was just yeah. like, all right, give me this much. I was like, oh, sure. That's awesome. So I couldn't pass it up. Cap looks nice. great. I'm yeah. Debating letting go of my Mezco. So I wanted to have a good cap, and it's got to be it's one of the cap. best looking caps I've seen in a long time. Nice. But now we're getting that Mayfex at some point soon. So, yeah, I'm that might for the be the definitive cap. But that's going to be a while. <laughs> like you're talking about yeah. at least a year. Yeah. All right. Token for Prime. Um, token for me. Move into Nasty Nate's Dirty Tricks. 
my trick for the week um, is perspective. Um, so Ooh. using different perspectives and shots. There's a lot of different perspectives you can choose from. I think a lot of people get used to the eye level shot. Like, okay, let me do an yeah. eye level shot like this, you know? Right. Yeah. That is a perspective, but it's one of the most common. I feel like sometimes it's a bit overused. Um, there's a lot of other, especially when you're talking about toy photography, if you're talking about like personal photos, eye level is great yeah. because if you're, yeah. you know, taking a picture of your family, it doesn't make sense to switch up the perspective. But <laughs> if you're doing like toy photography, try yeah. like, uh, try to switch it up. Like if you have a setup that you like and you just don't like how the shot's coming up, maybe try a different perspective. One that I really have been getting more into lately is a top down perspective. Mm -hmm. So you can either go like right above the figure or you can go kind of like at an angle from top down that lets you see a lot of the ground a bit more, like a bit more of the environment, like that mile shot yeah. where he's playing with toys. I yeah. really want to show off the background and the ground a lot. So that top perspective is great for that. Um, you can try a high view perspective. High view is where you're going from ground up. So you've mm -hmm. got like the camera all the way down. Let's say at the bottom of this frame is the ground and you're shooting up. So you're shooting up at the figure that tends to make things look bigger. Um, yeah. So if you want a figure to maybe look a bit bigger than your background, do that top up because it'll merely make them look like towering over yeah. the background. Uh, that's also a good way if you're just trying to do like a solo portrait. I always go from like top up because I just really like the shadows that you can get. You can kind of see the bottom of their face. You know, it just makes them look a bit more menacing sometimes. Um, there is the hidden perspective. You see this a lot where people put like props in front of a shot. So like they're putting a prop like right up here or something oh this is oh like, yeah yeah mm -hmm. and then you've got something in the background but this is helping build the foreground so let's say if i'm using one of prime's awesome crates i can put that like off to the side in the foreground so you really can't see it very well but it helps kind of build put you into the scene like i don't know maybe it's frank working on his in his workshop or in the armory or yeah. something you put a crate in front and you put a crate in the back you got one kind of off to the side it kind of brings you into the scene so you feel like you're mm -hmm. kind of in the middle of it rather than setting up the frame like just right here yeah the last one is a framed uh, perspective so that's like a frame within a frame so uh, you see this sometimes with guys that take a shot of like uh, somebody in a skyscraper there's like a window here and you're looking at the figures inside the window so that's like a framed perspective. So that's a different way. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It might just be easy for you guys. Like, oh yeah, this makes sense. But just try that out. Like if you're, yeah. if you've got a shot that's not really working, the first thing that I'll do is switch up the perspective. Cause sometimes a different perspective can really make the shot look totally different. Oh yeah. Um, and that's a good way to get multiple use out of a setup too. So if you like the way a shot came out, you're like, well, let me try a different perspective. Let me just do a different angle. So you can call it a B-side. But like yeah. me and Prime were just talking about, adding more content, that's an easy, quick, another toy photo I could give you that gives you just a slightly different perspective of the same exact shot, um, but it can totally switch up the way it looks. So hopefully that helps you guys nice. out. Something Love I've been it. trying to experiment a bit more with. Um, last but not least, uh, we were going to talk about our figure aficionado. Here we go. And we're not going to keep these with just action figure photographers anymore. When we talk about figure aficionado, we're talking about people that are active in the figure community that need some recognition or that are doing just some badass stuff 
that we want to highlight. So yeah. you're going to see this kind of expand and grow a little bit as far as who we're highlighting and what types of accounts. Obviously, toy photography is going to come back. But for this week, um, this one really is awesome because I got to meet this guy at the Epic Toy Show in Arizona. Um, I was hanging out with AZ Toy Hunters Guild, and he had a booth. And this guy came up, um, and I got to chit-chat with him, tell him how big of a fan I am of his work. But Podong, and I'm sure you've nice. heard the name Podong before. Oh, yeah. Um, he is a creative, innovating artist, toy collector, customizer, graphic designer. Um, this guy pumps out some amazing, amazing customs. And you can see it's not like he needs followers, but if you have not found his page, you're seriously missing out on some incredible work. That's, yeah, crazy good. Yeah, this is a Jorel from the Zack Snyder Man of Steel. So uh, that looks great. You've got a Christian Bale uh, gore here from the, the new Thor movie. And these are all like his own custom work. You've got a Victor Zaz. Yeah. Got all these like scars in the body and just look at the head sculpt and the paint work. And, you know, this is like this guy's doing it himself. That's what blows me away. Like he's making yeah, all of this crazy. himself. He, he sculpts, he paints. Um, there's a predator mask here. Um, here's a Thor custom. You've got a uh, Return of Superman, Clark Kent. Just really diverse page. I love this one. Yeah, is that, like yeah. the 89 yeah, Batman. 89 <laughs> Batman, but with like a custom suit. That's awesome. Like this custom armor piece right here. I will see that. That, that could have been, what, part four of Batman? Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been part four as a yeah, suit or, upgraded. Right. Give us like an extra Keaton movie. Yeah, that would have been yeah. I love this head sculpt from, uh, I think this is action figure customs. He he, yeah. he says like he doesn't make all these sculpts, and sometimes the even the soft goods or the armor that he's using isn't from someone, but he'll paint it or put his own kind of spin on it. Um, but yeah, just I'm a big fan of your work, Podong. Um, I think you yeah just killer really just pump out some killer stuff. I'm very intrigued to uh, commission you for something. So yeah, if you guys haven't found Podong, please go check him out on Instagram. Give him a follow. You will not be disappointed. He is consistently pumping out some amazing work. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome you got a chance to meet him. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I, man, I just love going to conventions for that very reason. Just yeah. getting to put a face to a name and talk to him and like tell him how big of a fan I am of their work and just, you know, just kind of relate on a different level. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I love for sure. conventions for that reason. But yeah, man, I think uh, I think that's it. That's it. We've come to another end of another episode. Hopefully you guys liked it. And if you did like it, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you spread the word. We are relying on you guys, my figure maniacs, to spread the word. Get us to at least 1,000. That's our goal. Let's hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the yes. year. That's what we're striving for. And then we can bring more content, more stuff that you guys want, uh, more stuff that you guys will like, hopefully. And at the very end, you can always keep up with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, all under Prime to the First. Absolutely, guys. If you're listening and you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the Figure Booth. It really helps us out. Tell a friend to subscribe to the Figure Booth. Tell your mom to subscribe to the Figure Booth. Yeah, tell your mom. Tell your kids to subscribe to the Figure Booth. <laughs> the more subscribers that we get, 
the more content we can provide, the more that we can grow yes. our own audience. And that is what we're trying to do here. So if you identify yourself with the Booth Brigade, the Figure Fanatic, Primes Privates, or Nate Snard, or our newly created Cereal Booth, oh, clang them spoons, booth. everybody. Clang them spoons. Let us hear you. Spread the word about the podcast. Hit the like button. Leave a comment below. If you want to support the podcast even more, check out thefigurebooth.com. You can get t-shirts like what Prime is wearing right there. We've got our t-shirt designed by Adam Gons. We've got Spreading Rumors and Starting Beef. we got all kinds of stuff on there. you got Prime all shirts. All kinds of shirts. we got our yes. original figure booth, which is not actually a booth shirt. <laughs> you guys can support yeah. the podcast in a, a yes. different way and represent it. So as you're walking down the street, you're like, damn, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get that from? I got it from the figure yeah. booth. Go subscribe. Yes. And last but not least, go check out prime-arcade.com. If you have missed it, I think he's got, uh, I mean, by the time this goes live, you probably have already missed it. But yeah, you've missed uh, it. hopefully you guys got your hands on a budget dial. If, if you not, they'll out, be up on my site. Yeah, they'll be up on Prime site, prime-arcade.com. You can get it there. While you're there, grab yourself an arcade um, and just check out everything he has to offer. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at figurefan underscore Nate. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you guys next time. Till next time, guys.